and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 18, Basic Bitch. My name's TJ Davis, alongside my hetero life mate, Emily Schick. How are you today, buddy McFuckerson? I just totally fucked up that delivery. Yeah, you absolutely did. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, shall we get right into it? No, I thought we'd just, you know, randomly bullshit. Fuck for no about reason. and ruin the ending of um fucking Black Widow for everybody. Shocker, Yay. shocker, guys. She's dead at the end of it. <laughs> Come on, it's a fucking endgame spoiler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, crack. Yeah. Foamy. Oh man. Didn't we already drink a can of this and wasn't already fucking delicious? I think so. All right. So, so everyone at home knows, today is a double feature of two different candy sours from Pipe Dream, which we've already had like some of their candy sours, all of which have been delicious. Yeah, I think at this point the only one that I haven't had is the peach. But that's number 2 tonight. <laughs> I haven't had it yet either, so it'll be new to both of us. Yeah, this is fucking delightful. So Basic Bitch is their Starburst beer. Well, specifically Pink Starburst. Mm -hmm. Goddamn, I really enjoy their candy sours. That's what I get for using a normal coaster. Yeah, asshole. I say to you. Yours doesn't look as foamy as mine. Uh, No, mine is not as carbonated, it seems, as yours. It's still tasty. Oh, yeah. My God, this is good. Yeah. I mean, all right, folks, pretty much like it's exactly what you're being sold. Do you like sour ales? Do you like pink Starburst? Then, yeah, try out fucking basic bitch. It's fucking delicious. Like, again, if you like candy sours, all the candy sours that we have had from them thus far have been the better side of good. Yeah, I mean, I... I... Like, none, gonna... none of them are, like, five-star ratings, but, like, they're all, like, solid 4.25s. Yeah. I'm going to say that, like, I like Pipe Dream in general, but I think that the Candy Sours are really where they shine. I think that this is their best series. Like, their IPAs are serviceable. Yeah, they're fine. Um, I Like, I think that they're... Their pastry stouts are pretty solid, but like this is this is an even better series. All right. Well, shall we um pick up with what we got distracted with last week? Be- being like sure. tip tap room because we didn't talk about any of the beers that we had at our night out there. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. To the untapped. <laughs> Yes. All right. Let's see here. I mean, I might as well just start off with the first one I got to the. Uh, yeah. Okay, chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Stoneface base added, you know, fucking New Hampshire because surprise, surprise. Actually, more surprising that nobody got that name before they did. Yeah, actually, that is kind of surprising. Um, but mostly ordered just because of name alone, but ended up being a pretty tasty New England style IPA. Yeah. Like 4.25. It's solid. It's not like the best fucking IPA I've ever had, but like, mm-hmm. that's not bad at all. Um, oh, and then there was the, I think only non New England beer that we had. And since we were at tip tap room, we're going to talk about it. The El Rayo 2021. Oh, that yeah. fucking fruited sour goes. 
yeah like margarita style and spent months in don julio barrels like fuck man that was definitely the best thing i think we had that night it was i forget where charlestown brewery is from isn't that from north carolina i think okay south carolina my bad some fucking carolina hey you know what while we're at it it's been a while since i said fuck you to a state so fuck you south carolina Mm. yeah um sketchiest hotel i've ever stayed in was in south carolina when i was uh the first time i had to go to oh god what the fuck is the name of it it just left my head that shitty that where they they have a shitty little airport it's it i uh, whatever oh florence good story bro <laughs> fuck off anyway florence south carolina tiny ass little airport it's got like four gates and one tiny baggage carousel like it's a weird little airport like it's you're going in in a turboprop there it, the, yeah, that airport it's... can't accommodate a jet it it's a small rural airport. <sighs> yeah, and uh, that they exist. Well, you just that don't rural. use them. It's not that rural, but like, yeah. Uh, I so the first time I was there, I was I think that was my first work trip ever, and I was trying to like go for like the cheapest hotel I could find. So I found some like Motel Six, or I think maybe it was even like a Super Eight, and you know I took in took like a later flight you know roll up to this place and i'm like oh good the guy who checks you in is like got one of the it's like bulletproof glass with one of those little like mic holes yeah yeah i was like oh i see did did he ask if you were looking for by the hour no no thankfully no okay but like did you bring your handy dandy portable blacklight with you you know, j- just to make sure that the sheets are as gross as you expect them to be. I don't think I would have slept that night if I had. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Um, yeah, it was it was sketchy. And, you know, didn't make I, I actually had to go back to Florence and I did not make that mistake the second time. It was like, no, I'm going to go stay over in this like. Howard Johnson's or whatever by like the fucking conference center. It was like, ah, uh, yeah, hitting the hojos. So cool story about Florence, South Carolina. <laughs> Florence, South Carolina is shit. Don't go there. <laughs> like the only good thing that was there was like a barbecue spot, and I've had way better barbecue. So don't bother. If you ever are like, huh? No, no. Like even if you're driving by, just keep driving. <laughs> Yes. But I was trying to add to your general feeling of fuck South Carolina, so. Oh, okay. Now it's all coming together. Last horse finally crosses the finish line? Yeah, something like that. All right. Keeping on with the stuff that we had at Tip Tap Room, we had Marg Party from Springdale Beer Company. It was all right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it. It was really interesting to have that first and then have the uh, El Rayo just because like they're two beers trying to do very similar things and the El Rayo is just leaps and bounds better than the Marg Party. Oh yeah, I've had a number of like margarita style beers and like that El Rayo I think is the best one I've ever had. Like the Springdale isn't terrible. I mean, I gave yeah. it a 4. Yeah, like it's fine. It's perfectly serviceable. Um Probably more appropriate if you were going to, like, you know, hang out at, like, a cookout or some shit. Like, you don't necessarily want something, like, really good for that. And, you know, that's solid. Like, if that's kind of what you're in the mood for. But, um, yeah. It was... I'm really glad we had that first because it would have been like, this is crap if we had it second. If we had had that after we had the El Rayo, it would have definitely affected our feelings on that beer yeah Uh, like i wish that springdale had ever come up with anything that really blew my fucking mind like 
and they're they're overall i would say they're better but like that's than jack's much, abbey i mean i was gonna say that's pretty much how i feel about most of jack's abbey too i yeah. mean like the uh fucking pb and j uh framing hammer I is think, the best thing they've done yeah is the best thing that they've done in either branch i think yeah because i but can't like, name off the top of my head something that it's like yes this is a fantastic thing that springdale has done pretty much most of their stuff it's it's fine but it's forgettable yeah i think i, I want to say that they might have one that's like lavinade or something it's like lavender lemonade sour and like all right that, probably... that sounds like it'd be pretty good like that's probably the more mem- one of the more memorable things I've had from Springdale, but like I don't know. I mean, again, like if you see a Springdale, like if you're not like I don't know, fucking beer hipsters as bad as we are, like Springdale is usually pretty serviceable. It's just yeah. like it's not going to blow your fucking mind. No, like if you're looking for something to blow your fucking mind, it's definitely not going to be Springdale. But it also, for some reason, talking about you know lavender lemonade reminded me of a dogfish head from years ago remember that one that was essentially like an herbed ale but it's not how we usually think of herbed ales yeah it had like you know fucking rosemary and thyme and shit like that all in it because sorry just non-sequitur thoughts i was thinking that that lavender lemonade sour could actually do well with a little bit of thyme in theirs too just give it like a little more complexity of flavor Whereas, it, like, w- most herb ales that we get are, like, you know, fucking Grey Lady, where it's more herbed with coriander. Well, and, you know, Grey Lady specifically bergamot. uses bergamot. Yeah. But, like... It's one of the reasons why I enjoy Grey Lady so much. <laughs> um, I... You know what I haven't seen in fucking forever? Gr- a Gruit. I haven't seen a Gruit anywhere forever. Like, for yeah. so long. I'm tr- but, like, that's I'm the trying to remember the last time that we saw grew it i mean probably a beer fest maybe um i mean they were they were kind of around for a while maybe yeah. like kind of 10 years ago or so but like they just i haven't seen one like out for sale since i don't think it's um, disappointing i would like another grew it let me explain to the the folks at home what a grew it is a beer so, without hops <laughs> yes fuck you <laughs> So a gruit uses in place of hops specifically uses a blend of herbs, so it's providing the same sort of you know kind of flavor sort of base that hops do, but it also is theoretically helping to preserve the beer because you're usually using something that has antimicrobial properties like hops. So, I mean, lavender has some, thyme has a ton, like. You know, there, there's shit in there that helps to preserve the beer as well, because that's part of what hops are doing as well. Yeah. Um, I would imagine so, that rosemary probably has a decent amount, too. It does. It's not as... Uh, time is... The, time, it, time is a better disinfectant than tea tree. Fuck tea tree. If you actually want to, like... If you want to make, like, a you know, an effective, like, home disinfectant or, like, I don't know, treat your fucking toenail fungus or fucking whatever... Like, use thyme, not tea tree. It works better. Trust me. I've actually done experiments on this, at least with bacteria. It's better. Yeah, I was going to say, like, wasn't that pretty much, like, what you wrote to get your master's? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it, it, but I also was pitting it against a uh, a thymol-based cleaner, which it did reasonably well against when you used thyme oil. Because of... The thymol based cl- so seven generation, you know, disinfecting cleaner uses thymol, which is a major component of thyme oil. So, yeah, interesting That's why. stuff. Yep. <laughs> Yay. Yay! Learning stuff about science and junk. Um, but yeah, so gruits use a blend of herbs. It's usually it's dependent on you know what the form you know what what they want to fucking put in it and whatever changes the base of the beer but like again you know we've talked about how you know beer used to be smoky and funky slash sour it also used to not have hops so like gruits came about before beers with hops so i don't know we're we're like 
the original Roush beers more similar to Gruitz then? Mm-hmm. In theory, you'd have a combination of those three flavors, which, like, I'm not going to say is going to be, like, amazing. At best, I've had a combination of, well, kind of three, all three of those. Like, don't you remember um, that, oh, fuck, what's the name of that brewery from fucking Louisville? Um, Abita? No, that's Oh, that's Louisiana. No. um, Um, Fuck. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But you keep uh, that thought in mind and keep on thinking about that. So. Um, oh, and you never checked in one of the ones that we had at Tip Tap. Did I not? Nope. The Blender Pimenta from uh, New Park in Connecticut. Oh. Yeah. Well, I suck. I don't really know how to describe the flavor of that fruit because I don't know anything too similar. Uh, Maybe papaya, but not quite papaya. More tart than a papaya. But doing that in a fruited sour was actually pretty damn tasty. I don't think I'd had anything from New Park before. So it was a new-to-me brewery. Again, like, plug and fucking tip-tap here, guys. Like... If you've never been there, go and check out the place. They have a fantastic beer selection. And for the most part, Emily and I were just sticking to strictly stuff from New England so that we'd be able to talk about it on here. But like they have much more than just that. And the food's fantastic and their staff seems fantastic. And yeah, no, just like nothing bad there before. So... I just managed to finally find the name of the goddamn brewery. It's Against the Grain. Oh, Against so, the Grain. I forgot about them existing. So, Against the Grain, I've actually Didn't they have there. like cool it's cans or something? Um we didn't uh drink much of their stuff I think after they moved to cans. Uh we we, we I I was a little bit more into them a number of years ago. So, the beer that I was trying to think of was one of the most, oh man, I'm looking at this. So this is one of the most, this is probably the most expensive beer I've ever bought. So I got a bomber of little did we know. We drank it on Christmas on in 2015. I, I can't remember if you were there for that. Nor can I. I think you were. So, against the grain, made a it's a it's a technically a saison style. So you have a little bit of that funk, and it's a brewed in collaboration with Stillwater. And it doesn't tell you the description, but if I recall correctly, it uses smoked sage. So you get the roushy aspect. You get the what herbal. What the fuck aspect. is the name of this beer again? What? That 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 you're currently talking about. Oh, little did we know. Little did we know. Okay. Because, yeah, if it's like 2015, I did check it in. Oh, oh, yeah. I remember this thing now. Yeah. And like, and we gave it a five. Our, yeah. Uh, our, uh, so, and so funny thing. And like its at average half, rating is like 3.29. So a yeah. lot of people did not like it. And, but but like, the funny thing is, friends check-ins is six check-ins, and I'm guessing it's mostly people who were there with us. Yeah, because it's, it's the Novello clan. Yeah. Oh, except for one of them. Kevin. I don't know who the fuck Kevin is. But he apparently was there that day, too. Oh, no, it, it's... Okay, that's who it is. I just got thrown off because it says that he checked it in at Blush Fresh Handmade Cosmetics. So I think oh, that's yeah, what was throwing me off. No, because Kevin does seems to do what we do and check in shit at like random, random places. asshole places. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But yeah, like all of us. Well, Kevin didn't give it a rating, but all of us rated it five except for Sarah. 
which 4.75 coming from her is pretty solid. Oh, like, yeah. It's just, it, it had, it, it is one of the most complex flavored beers I've ever had because it had that smoky element, the herbal element, the funky element. It didn't really have a sour element, but like, I don't think, I mean, I think that it, it could have held up to a sour element. I don't know that I would uh, want that. I don't think I would want could... a sour element in that. Like, I, I really enjoy, like, the smoke, the saves, the saison. Yeah. And I think that doing a sour saison with those other flavors wouldn't have made it work as well as it did. Yeah, but I guess my point is, is that, like, you know, if you're making beer so that you don't, like, die from cholera or whatever, like, I could live with it. If you could make it like that, but like slightly sour or whatever, or like slightly funkier, like I could live with that. Yeah. I'd still drink it. Yeah. Um, well, or... mostly because, you know, if you you need to stay hydrated and you don't really want to die of, you know, whatever communicable, you know, fecal born disease. Yay. <laughs> or water just waterborne disease in general. Vibrio species just like to chill in salt water. Again. Yay. <laughs> Yay, microbiology. Yeah. Like I I don't really have thalassophobia, but no, th there's part of my lizard brain that's like the ocean. It's deep. Yeah, and, it is. And yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't do a transatlantic cruise. I mean, also, I probably just wouldn't do a cruise. Yeah, cruises just because, suck for a different yeah. reason. Because they, I mean, they are Petri dishes. Like, yeah. you know. Plus, I and, don't like the idea of feeling trapped somewhere. And I feel like on a cruise, you're you're kind of trapped on that ship for two weeks. Yeah, you are. Well, no, you're not. No, you're most not. Cruises, but, you're, like, most yeah, cruises, most cruises, you're getting like, off after second day. Off, yeah, yeah. But cruises just suck. Like, I would, I would, I would recommend a river cruise mm -hmm. because it's an entirely different sort of experience. Like, the ship isn't designed for you to spend all your fucking time on it, like where ocean cruises are. And also, ocean cruises are fucking awful for the environment if you actually care about that like there is no way of shipping stuff that isn't like atrocious for the environment it just so happens that like ships are kind of real real bad um because they use basically completely unrefined fuel that dumps as much bullshit into the atmosphere as like anything possibly could but Gross. like it I still don't, I think it's a still slightly more efficient than, like, planes, because, like, even though jet fuel's not as full of, like, sulfury bullshit, it's, uh, you consume an, a frightening amount of fuel to get, like, you know, like a 777, like, halfway across the globe or whatever. Yes. I mean, th this is what I've been saying for years, is our biggest limitation of getting to like the next level of technology is power requirements and, yep. and like we, we need to figure out like cold fusion or a better turn a better type of renewable energy or you know just invest more in solar paneling fucking everything yeah I don't know why, like, every fucking roof isn't paneled with solar panels unless you're in an area that gets a shitload of hail, in which case, eh, maybe that's not such a great idea. But, like, I don't know, man. It, like, the, the, we got to come up with fucking something because, like, you know, cars aren't great, but, like, planes real bad, ships real bad, yeah. uh, like, all kinds of shit is just real bad. Um, I mean, and. Like I mean, so but even take those, something like, modern things, like things inside of like like the clover leaves on highways. Yeah, just filling I've... those with solar paneling. I like that I've started to see more of that, but yeah, I want to see did... more of that. Yeah, that like how there's that solar array in like that in that off ramp loop in 
Natick when you're getting off on yeah, from, off the plate on thirty. The only one that I can think about off the top of my head. Yeah, and it's me like too. shit. I wish that we had more of that going on. Yep, it would be nice if we did. Um, they're starting to put them in places like um because when you have like high tension wires and whatever like you have to keep the space underneath that relatively clear because you know you need to be able to get at them if something happens um so they're starting to put solar panels in like those swaths that are have to be cleared anyway i mean so, it sounds like a good usage of space it is a good usage of space because you have to fucking keep it clear anyway might as well do do both why not yeah. I mean, um, I, I'm I'm sure that if we wanted to, we could probably install a solar array somewhere near Las Vegas that could just power Las Vegas. Imagine how huge that would be. Not yep. not the size of the solar array, but just like the accomplishment. Or both, or both. really. Yeah. Um, Helios One, that's what we'll call it. Because <laughs> Vegas would take a lot of solar panels. I, I, I mean, but they might be able to do wind turbines too. I don't really know. Like, I don't know what the wind is like out there. Um, but I don't know. Could combine the two, at least make it like less shitty. But yeah, I mean, if you think about some of the modern things that have come around, like, I don't know that most people realize that cryptocurrency, like maintaining the cryptocurrency systems. <sighs> Yeah. It takes enough it can power like the amount of power that requires to maintain is enough to power like a goddamn country like a small country yeah. but it's enough to power a fucking country or a like u.s pa- paraguay or uruguay or yeah Chile. legitimately <laughs> that's how much fucking power yeah. crypto takes and it's like yeah i understand like it, i mean it is an interesting it's an impressive technological feat but like yeah, they might use more power than Turkmenistan, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, like I just the find power it funny requirements that I think are that, unbelievable. Um, I believe that Turkmenistan, I forget where the fuck I read this, but Turkmenistan has better quality high-speed internet than our country does. Yeah, I mean, smaller country could be easy, but Gurpgorp. Gurpgorp. the fuck is that from? Archer. Ah, uh, Gurpgorp. Yeah, he changed everything to the name of his dog. The, the dictator changed everything to the name of his dog. Yes. Gurpgorp? No, Gurpgorp. <laughs> Gurpgorp? No, Gurpgorp. <laughs> that was easy drinking. Yeah, that was really good. Wow, are you already done as well? Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed, Emily. <laughs> you fucking should be. All right, sour round like easier two. to power through. Peach bum. So this is essentially same thing, candy sour, but this one is instead um, those peach ring things. Yeah, those peach sour ring things. I always think of them as Haribo, but other yeah. companies make them yeah. too. All right, three, two, one, crack. Only minor sprayage to my face today. I'm impressed. Getting better at this, maybe? <laughs> One can only hope, Emily. One can only hope. All right, th- this one's definitely giving me better head than the first one. Ha yeah. Oh, man, I already dig the smell of it. Like, oh, my God, it is I know. like peachy as fuck, and it's, you know, like a good foot away from my face right now. I, I can't. So I guess if you don't like peaches, out. then definitely don't try this. But oh, holy god! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think I. I think that basic bitch might be like. I. I think that this will go a little bit slower, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like basic bitch is just like. Like there's not a whole lot of beer, a whole lot of beer out there that I can just like drink real fast. Like basic bitch is one of those. Oh yeah, but basic, like basic that's, bitch is easy drinking. But like that's fine because they're sours and they're fairly low percentage, so it's not like oh shit, I drank this wicked fast and it's like a nine percent or whatever. Like you know, oh, I'm yeah, not gonna get five percent. 
Yeah. I, I mean, even if I drink like a four pack of this by myself, I'm not going to like get wrecked. So there are definitely things that I can drink a four pack of and get wrecked. And I don't like that. <sighs> I actively <sighs> avoid getting drunk. Sorry. Pardon myself. Disappoint anyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you pardon yourself? That was pretty good. I don't know. I, I just don't know how much, um, dear listeners enjoy that. Yeah, so, fuck him. Fuck him. You hear that, guys? Please listen. <laughs> fuck you. Please give us your money. <laughs> Nobody's going to give us their money. People don't even listen to us, apparently. Oh, yeah. I was checking the numbers for like last episode before this. And oh, man, when I say abysmal, we're talking abysmal. But yeah, let's keep on going on. Streams. What's that? Hopefully you're getting a lot of streams and just not downloads. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I didn't start downloading podcasts until I realized that that was a metric. Now I download podcasts on purpose because I know it's a metric. Ah. Um. But yeah. I don't know. We've we've still a bit of beer talk left to do. And then we can Indeed devolve we into our typical pop culture talk. Because I know we didn't get through everything that we had had at Tip Tap. Ah, uh, yes, that's where we left off. Um, from Burlington Beer Company, you can't get there from here with Black Raspberry and Currants. It was pretty good. Like, Currants. gave it a 4.25, so it wasn't bad, but... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like... Burlington Beer Company's strength, in my opinion, seems to be in their IPAs. Um, I'm not saying, like, again, I think I gave this a four. It's I'm not going to say that it's bad. Like, it's uh, like their sours and that cream ale are like pleasant, but like they're just not as mind blowing as like or uh, quite as impressive as their IPAs. And not all of their IPAs have really done it for me either. No, um, I, I did like that uh, monster one recently. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, generally speaking, I do really enjoy their stuff. Um, I, I think that they're a solid recommendation. I think that you could pick up basically anything by them and, you know, get yeah, a no, solid none of beer. It's, none of it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like we might be a little too... Um, Man, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? I want to say divisive, but it's not divisive that I'm looking for. It's that, you know, it like essentially we, we've had a lot of things and we don't hate on anything, but it, we say things in such a way that it seems like we're like throwing shade, but we're not. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're really not. genuinely not throw, sh- throwing shade. Like literally, unless we say this is really bad. Anything we talk about in this podcast is going to be good. Yeah. It just may I mean, not like be the are, best fucking thing you've ever yeah, had. Certain things are worth trying more than other things, but with the exception of like, you know, that movies, I'm drinking it beer because that was it wasn't like bad, bad, but it was probably the most uninteresting beer that we've had on here. And it was still a solid Pilsner. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing where like. You know, the strawberry cream ale that we had by Burlington Beer Company was something that, you know, we weren't that impressed by. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but it's a fucking cream ale and it actually tasted like something and still tasted like beer underneath. Like, Mm -hmm. that's pretty goddamn impressive. It's just that, like, I'm not going to rate it super high because I'm still still rating it against, like, the stuff that's way better than it. Like, I'm rating it against those mind-blowing New England-style IPAs. I'm rating it against those mind-blowing sours. Like, you, there's no way you're going to come up with a cream ale that's going to come up that's going to come up against that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean it's bad. For the style, it was excellent. Just like uninteresting. Like, I, I get no, it. No, I like, mean, for cre- a cream ale, ales, it was interesting. Yeah, for a cream ale, it was interesting. But it's like the same thing where you say, you know, okay, 
Like we can't, we're not going to talk a lot of details about Black Widow, but like Black oh, we, Widow is. We can is, like keep spoiler free. I'd say Black Widow is one of the weakest Marvel movies. Like it's definitely in the bottom half. I'd say it's in the bottom quarter easily. Yeah, it's probably bottom probably. quarter. I, I liked it the most the third time I'd watched it because yeah, I was I getting a lot more. I was getting like a lot more like late '80s John Woo kind of vibes, especially yeah. in a couple of the fight scenes in there. And, like, I really dug that, like, you know, the quick cut, fast camera work. You also have, like, the up close and then the long shots for, like, certain chases. And, like, a lot of the direction works for me, but most of my issues ended up being with, like, post-production. I had had issues with the writing as well because, you know, there are unexplained motivations and just, like, oh it fucking grinds to a halt like an hour and 20 minutes into it. Yeah. Um, but like most of my issues were things that could have been taken care of in like the last year and a half that it sat on the shelf. Yeah. And it, like most of that was like their CG post-production because mm-hmm. there were a lot of like, just at least for me, I don't know if I see everything the way everybody else does, but like for me, there were a number of scenes where the CGI was just unacceptable. Like it was like 2002 Spider-Man bad. I mean, I don't know. I think that there were uh, like, I don't think I had quite as many problems with the CG as you did, frankly, but like I definitely, again, but the th- but I guess so bringing it also, back my, to why my other I brought big this up. issue with it is uh, it feels like too little too late. Mm-hmm. Like if it came out in between, like you know, Civil War and Infinity War, I think that it would have landed better. Yeah, and instead releasing it like after we already know that the character has died because of Endgame, it, it yeah. just it feels like too little, too late. But you the... you were saying sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, the reason I brought it up was because I guess my point is is that. So, in my opinion, even if the it's Marvel not as great are overall... as like everything else, it doesn't mean that it's actually bad. Bad. It's not yes. like it's Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, like I would argue that there's only one Marvel movie that's truly bad. Bad, and it's Incredible Hulk, and it's still better than like a g- good chunk of things that I've seen. Like, I guess what I'm saying is honestly the one that I heard recently that apparently a lot of people hate, and I don't really get it is captain marvel like i really dig the fuck out of that movie i do too and i'm really curious to make zach watch it and see what he thinks because uh so but like there there's okay. a lot of hate for Before that movie I, remind like, me honestly, to blow your my, mind my, in a second my bottom three are probably <sighs> incredible hulk is at the bottom incredible Absolute hulk bottom. is at the bottom and then it's probably like for me personally, honestly, I it's unpopular opinion, but the first Thor, because I actually like the Dark World more than I like the first Thor. That's yeah. just me. <clears throat> but then um, after that would probably be, you know, the Dark World. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then after that is most likely Age of Ultron. Yeah, but like I guess so. There, so there you go. There's my point right there. And then Black Widow probably tops out my bottom five. Yeah, and like I, there's a huge range in between, like the Incredible Hulk and Black Widow for me. Oh yeah, like that's what I'm saying though. Is like basically anything that we talk about on this podcast is like if it's if comparing we, marvel movies yeah. okay if we like, say we hate a thing then we actually hate a thing if we criticize a thing we still have respect for it and and we know. still potentially even like it like yeah. i would argue that most of the stuff that we say i'm not that impressed by this i don't i'm like eh about i actually still like it it's just that like you know it's not like Marvel movies. There is a cost, you know, both caloric and, you know, intoxication wise that like, I'm not necessarily going to go back to a beer that I wasn't thrilled by because like, I, I have a very limited amount 
that like I can actually, you know, consume stuff. So why would I go back to something that I wasn't that impressed by? Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, I know that I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. God damn it. If I had, you know, unlimited supply to a singular beer for the rest of my life, haterade. Yeah. I mean, there exactly like you want to pick something that's like low ABV, easy drinking and yes tasty and tasty as hell like that would be the major that would be the major thing here like you know i mean honestly the more i drink this peach ring sour uh, the more and more i like it but yeah. like this unlike the basic bitch this i'm like sipping more mm-hmm. whereas like the basic bitch was you know essentially juice but like i, I there you know so for instance like and in the ABV of a thing it does matter to me in terms of whether or not I will buy it again. Because, you know, like, I would probably buy that strawberry whale cake, like the strawberry cream ale again, if I were just looking for something like, you know, easy drinking, I don't have to worry. Like, same thing with these. Like, these mm-hmm. would probably be a better choice, but, like, the the, the strawberry whale cake is not... I would I would not say that, like, I won't buy that again. But, like... New England style IPAs, you're usually looking at like a six to nine percent mm-hmm. sort of ABV range. So like when you get in, especially when you get into like the eight or nine, like if I'm not giving that like at least like a four point two five minimum, I'm not probably buying it again. Like even if I enjoy it, even if I like, you know, have, you know, think it's a solid beer, I'm probably not going to bother buying it again because i would a rather try something that i haven't had because like at this point it would be literally physically impossible for me to try everything i actually want to try um but like again i'm also not going to waste like a limited ability you know like amount of alcohol a you know to end a limited palette on like something that was like fine there's more to try yes that's the thing but then again that's the thing that's nice about things like cream ales and sours and stuff is like especially when you're in the lower abv range like that's the kind of shit that i'll pick up to like you know, I'm going to a cookout or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I want something that's I'm not gonna, you know, get wrecked off of. Like, if I'm if it's literally just for me, or like even if it's like I'm, it's a thing that I'm bringing to kind of share with the party. Like, I'm gonna aim on the lower ABV end of things, and that excludes most IPAs because that's the thing is like, yeah, I can go for sessions, but like to me sessions often feel like yeah (laughs) sessions feel like a a neutered version of a beer that i really like so why wouldn't i go for something that is naturally lower in alcohol content and like still would be full flavored in my mind yes yes so you hear heard it here folks sour ales bring them to barbecues and that way, many people also won't steal them from you because not everybody drinks sours. <laughs> yeah. People get weird about that shit. So, oh man. It's a sour ale? Yes. I brought but a couple of. What is it? <laughs> I brought a couple of random, like, cans to that housewarming that I went to and, you know, kind of figured, like, I'll leave them here, you know, they can drink them later or whatever, like, if I don't get to them. And some dude just grabbed one of them out of the fridge and was like, I don't really like this. And it was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> like, why would you pick up a sour if you don't like them? Yeah. Oh, it was in the fridge. I, <laughs> Dude, there's a fucking, I brought a six pack of Del Shandy. Grab one of those. Don't grab like something that's decent that I brought for like the people who like are hosting this who might actually fucking like it. Dick. Yeah, that's a dick move. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we've got like three more beers to get through from our excursion to Tip Tap Room. So I, I figure let, let, let's just like get it out and then we can talk about whatever. 
Um, all right. So next up was Sea Spray from Blaze Brewing Company out of Biddeford, Maine. I mean, it was like pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty I good. like I like this peach beer a whole lot more than that peach beer. Yeah, because it's supposed to be essentially, I'm guessing, a sea breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, we had that IPA from from Blaze, so like that was, and that was pretty solid. Like, I, I'm thinking maybe that the maybe that you just want to sort of aim for their hoppy stuff. I mean, they more. could also just be a young brewery and still yeah. trying to like figure out what they're doing and how they're doing it. But yes, yeah, we, sours we, we are kind of a bitch. We weren't terribly impressed with the sea spray, but again are not terribly impressed is still fucking good <laughs> yeah i gave it four how it's not no, I, I gave it a 3.75 but yeah still it's it's not horrible i mean what we do so a lot of times folks, are you interested something... in sours do you like peach fucking try it if you see it like <laughs> we're not telling you don't drink this beer oh man are there podcasts like that that exist that are just like don't drink this beer i mean we'll I, tell you like yeah, I no, no fucking Bud Light sucks, but if you really want a Bud Light, fucking drink it. I'm not going to judge you for it. I might quietly judge you for it. Yeah. Ugh. So. Two more. Two more beers. Two Let's more beers. See. Two more beers. couple of IPAs. We just got to get through it. You, you want to do the next one? <laughs> All right, let's start with like the less good of the two. Um, mm. Ordinary Man by Proclamation. It's a it's a New England style IPA, and formerly named Forty Two. Now the thing that really disappointed me about this one was the fact that it is dry hopped with Citra and El Dorado, and I gave it a three point seven five, despite those being two of my favorite hops. As did I, and as they are mine. <laughs> It, it was like it was just a disappointing beer. Again, I, it's not a bad beer, but like, come on, man! Come I want on, proclamation. better from Proclamation. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I feel like I don't like I hate had anything. Something... I don't hate anything that they do, but it's similar to like you know, fucking Jack's Abbey. Like, nothing that you're doing is wow. My me. fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Then, Fi- final beer, final beer from Tip Tap Room. We, we've research. got research 20. 21.0. 21.0. Yeah. From Deciduous. Deciduous out of New Market, New Hampshire. I really need to go there because, like, I've had some of the, the like, back when Deciduous was fairly new. Um, I'm sure you've had a bunch of them too. They had, they did more like, cause you know, saisons and like that kind of shit was really in for a while. They like, yeah. did a bunch of that kind of stuff. Oh, man, I kind of wish saisons would come back, but I don't know if I would still care for a saison. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure I would. It's just that like they don't have the same flavor punch. Like it's a much more subtle sort of flavor. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure that my palate would be all that excited anymore but who knows you just don't encounter them much anymore but um so deciduous so this was a solid this was a solid ipa I gave it a four again i i don't have any yeah, major complaints I, with it i gave it a 4.25 I, I think I, again, we were trying to like balance each other out on it because like neither of us hated it but yeah we, like I, I already know where you're going emily i'll, I'll let you go there I was going to say, I, I think that Deciduous is one of those breweries that I need, really desperately need to go to because I've heard that the stuff that they have on tap is generally better than what they release, like, widely. Hmm. Um, I mean, and, and that counts for both the, the styles that we tend to gravitate towards, which is New England-style IPAs and sours. Like, I've hmm. heard that some of the, like, a lot of the sours that they release I, I've been at the hearing brewery things are really of, I've been good. hearing things about their sour game, and I want to try it. Lollipop I, I thought Forest, you were going... I think, is the one that, like, I keep hearing about that I'm like, one of these fucking days, man. 
I'm going to go there. I swear to God. I just like, I've drive by it all. Like, well, I drive not drive right through new market or anything, but like, I drive near it. <laughs> I drive near enough it that I should have fucking been there by now. And I just have it. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to mention the hot profile of the, um, research 21.0, oh, which is go for it. Amarillo, Citra, Nelson, and Matuka. Oh, which eh. like you got 50% for me. on yeah. that one. Um, is it Citra and Matuka? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson like don't get me wrong of, I, like yeah Nelson Savan is fine kind of boring and yeah. uh, and Amarillo I don't hate but like it's just it's never been one of my favorite hops like there's so like I don't it just doesn't it doesn't have the right you know terpenes and flavonoids to make me giggle yes. yeah that was like the creepiest possible way I could have put it and I'm just going to let that sit there. <laughs> all right. And that's it, folks. We got through all the stuff that we actually had at Tip Tap Room. It ended up taking us like the majority of an episode. So I'm glad that we kind of got distracted with uh, Scotchication last week. I mean, last didn't, you, did, didn't you purposely skip talking about this stuff so that we had something to talk about this episode? Because I don't think either. No, we, we ended up just getting like in between. Uh, I'm fairly certain oh, no, we ended up just true. like randomly getting um distracted and then started talking about scotch oh did did i like correct you from last time i don't think i did so me and then i'll talk about uh, the other thing yeah on the previous episode emily ended up uh, like all fucking 11 of you that listened to it we thank you for those about to rock we salute you um we, we ended up talking about like stealing a mirror from breakfast of champions and Emily was entirely wrong. Well, mostly wrong. Yeah. With what she was talking about. Um, in that, like, he never actually uses that to say that he's going to go pee. But it's like Kilgore Trout. He's from the Bahamas. Where he comes from, they call mirrors leaks. And anytime anybody says to him that he that they're going to go take a leak kilgore trout thinks that they're going to go steal a mirror so that's why like steal a mirror became to go take a leak yes uh, i i felt i was wrong uh, i felt very like vindicated with uh mr robot and that reference being used and i'm the only person i've ever heard actually use that reference in that way so it was like yes i'm not the only one <laughs> Thanks, Sam Esmail. We yes. love you a we love whole you. lot. If you drink beer, reach out to us. Uh, get get your people in touch with our people. Our people is because much Sam Esmail will ever fucking hear this. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe somebody who listens to this knows he Sam Esmail, live... and, and and they were like, you... Sam, you know these people are talking about you on this beer podcast. You have to no no. You have to remember that like we did find ourselves somewhat of a niche so like the only shot we have of getting listeners is new england and he doesn't live here mm. most most famous people don't live here they may have been from here although he wasn't as far as i know but like most of them don't live here unless they play sports for us because those still count as famous people musicians a number of them do live here. Mm-hmm. But. A number of them fucked off to elsewhere, though. Yeah. And, and most of the actors from here have fucked off to elsewhere. Of course they have, because this is like, why would you want to have like a plane ride commute to work? This is not where you come to work, generally speaking, if you're like a famous actor. <clears throat> Unless like you're on some random shoot that's here. But like. You're based on either New There York are or a lot of shoots that happen here. Yes, but if you're an actor, you're usually based out of either LA or New York, period. Yeah. Period. And usually LA. Which uh it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes when um it uh dries up and burns down. Yeah. 
had no idea that there were already wildfires going on out there right now. But I'm also not at all surprised given how extreme their heat wave has been out there. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it sucked for us. And it's like, no, no, we're, we're not dealing with, like, multiple, multiple, multiple days of 100 plus degree highs. Oh, no. I mean, they're they're having like the so it's 90 something percent of the you know of the west so that's like you know top to bottom in the country but yeah. like on the western part 90 something percent is in a drought mm-hmm. and you know some of the like uh, so pacific northwest people usually think of as like cool and rainy um apparently there was not this year <laughs> No, apparently there were there were there was at least a day where uh like Portland, Oregon was one of the hottest places on the planet. And like you have to remember those people are not equipped to deal with it. Like it's even worse than it is here cuz like not everywhere here has air conditioning. Yeah. But like certainly not there. Like they usually don't get as warm as we do. At least we have those temperature fluctuations and it's been kind of building over years. Cuz like our June was one of the war- warmest on record, but like, you know, right and now our July is like the wettest on record. <laughs> it may not. It may be there yet. Now it will be the wettest July on record. I guarantee you because we were it was at number three and it, we were less than halfway through the month. So, yeah, I guarantee we, you we got out of drought there. season and now we're in monsoon season. Yeah, but like. Honestly, man, but we're not supposed to have that here. <laughs> no, we're not. But like, I'll fucking take this. Like, I will take this over, you know, like crippling drought over like mm-hmm. a gajillion years plus like million degree heat consistently. Like, nah, nope. like that's why I don't live in Texas. That's why I will never live in Texas. This is why I know. Well, one of the reasons why I'll never live in Texas this is why I, you know, fuck you, Greg Abbott. A loose acquaintance, I think, has bought a good chunk, sizable chunk of land in Maine, because like that shit is going to be valuable at some point in our lifetime. Because the like, uh, there's a good, I, I guarantee you, there's a good chunk of like this country that's going to become uninhabitable during our lifetime. Yes. Um. Did did this friend buy it on like a mountainside? <clears throat> I don't know. They want to be more inland. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where you can buy like a whole bunch of Maine for cheap. Yeah. So yeah. Like nobody wants that shit now, but like, trust me, some in in like, I mean, I I'd say within thirty to forty years, someone will want that shit. Yeah, they they should want it now. See the writing on the wall. It's coming. It's coming for us all. No, humans are really good at like ignoring shit. It's the same thing where like, you know, I look at people who are like, just don't. There there are plenty of people who think absolutely nothing about what their own personal impact is on the environment. And it's like, yeah, and you're contributing to the problem. I know that one individual person isn't going to make a difference, but like you should still fucking think about you, you know, if if more people think least, about it and make some positive changes horribly to this problem that I see that all of us are fucking what what the fuck are we talking about, man? Like we are still in a fucking pandemic and we have people who are like I won't wear a mask and I won't get vaccinated because that infringes on my liberty because America yeah. and it's like, and, fuck you. All right. St- you are just a selfish fucking prick who should go fuck themselves because your precious liberties. Like, do you wear a fucking seatbelt? D- doesn't yeah. that infringe on your liberty and your freedom? Yeah. It's like, Eat a fucking bag of dicks. Eat a fucking rancid bag of baby dicks. Agreed. I mean, the thing I will say about seat, seat, the seatbelt bullshit, helmet bullshit, like that kind of stuff, you're contributing to your own suffering and potential death, but like, by and large, you're not contributing significantly to those of other peepers. You you, could, you you could could potentially, potentially, 
contribute like, to the emotional trauma of somebody else. True. Because I mean, if you are an like idiot not- in your car and you cause an accident, even if it's your fault, you're fucking dead and they have to live with their conscience that holy shit, somebody died because of me. At least that's yeah. how I think that normal humans would think, but Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But like my I guess my point is is like you know, if you're like, oh, fuck, you know, science and shit, and, like, you go out and give a bunch of people COVID, like, you have the, the, the r naught of that virus is, like, high enough that you have the potential to kill, like, a much more significant amount of people, or, and not even, and not even just kill, because, so, or, or I was reading. Like, potentially lifelong after effects from infection from COVID. Exactly. I was reading a an Long entitled callers. people post. Yeah, I was reading an entitled people post today. It was someone who was, I don't know if she was a, like just a hostess or if she was a server at a restaurant, but it sounded like she was pretty young. And these people came in. She was outside checking people's temperatures. These this couple comes in. They both have a fever of over a hundred. That was like a hundred and two and a hundred and four or something like that. You know, they made her check multiple times. She did check multiple times and she said, I'm sorry, you can't come in because this is like last year sometime. Yeah. And this dude spit in this girl's face. And even and even though she was wearing a mask, she got covid and she's over a year later still having effects like she had to have surgery multiple times like her like she's had like organ failure and stuff. And it's like. All she was trying to do was work in a fucking restaurant and some asshole spit in her All face she was trying and to disabled do was her make for money life. to pay her bills. And yeah, yeah, this entitled piece of shit has now disabled her for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Fuck people, man. That's what I'm saying is it's like, yeah, man, like I don't fuck it. Like, I don't have a problem if you want to do like dumb, reckless shit that's really mostly affecting you. It's like I'm still smoking like cigarettes whatever everything like only on occasion all the crack um but like i still smoke cigarettes but like by and large i'm not really affecting other people with that like you know like even if i'm even if somebody is around like my secondhand smoke i'm it's always ventilated somehow like i'm never just sitting in a spot and like fucking blowing shit in somebody's face in like a closed off room or something oh come on man i i've seen you before in a small back room of a restaurant playing high stakes poker while smoking a stogie so like don't don't even give me that shit i wish i was that cool (laughs) all righty folks well my beer is empty so i believe that we're gonna wrap it on up Mine's um, almost empty. I'm doing well because I'm drinking a sour and it's easier. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't think that we really have anything left to say. I've burned through half the series of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in the last 24 hours. Hell yeah! So, well, that's the fun thing about Insomnia Nights. <laughs> yeah, what do you think, though? Uh, I really enjoy it. Like, yeah. it's Yeah, it's really good. It took me, like, two-thirds of the first episode for me to get, like, really sold on it. But by the end of the first episode, I'm totally sold on the series. Plus, I I dig, like, the art direction. I dig the acting. Um, And, like, honestly, some of the directors do some really cool stuff with some of the shots, too. Yeah. Like, when uh, the parents are in fucking Paris... Oh, yeah. And, and like the shot of uh, what is that? Like, it's not the Chrysler building. Is it the Empire State Building? Maybe. Yeah. And then that being connected to a rotating shot that has the Eiffel Tower at the other point. I, oh, I think yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a really neat shot, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's really enjoyable. It's really funny. It's like really funny. I told you, dude, you were like, I don't know. I I had a feeling it was going to be a fucking drama with like, you know, even though she gets into comedy, I I was figuring it was going to be more like Studio 60. No, 
And it's very much not Studio 60. No, not at all. It is fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. And Alex Borstein is just amazing in it, too. I know. I love Alex Borstein in that so much. So, you know, pretty much after we wrap this up, I'm going to end up going back to watching that while I edit this episode so I can release it in day and a half. Hey, at least it's a day and a half. We've done worse before. Yeah, we, we've done worse before. But uh, yeah, folks, thank you, dear listener, for listening to us on New England Beer Reviews. Thank you My to name's our ben four TJ friends. Davis. Yeah. For thank fans. you to our like Bruce and our other three fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that he's actually listening to these. I was sort of hoping that Liam would give us a more permanent boost. I guess we need to have Liam on more or, like, beg other people. I don't know. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of, like, stunt guests. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, I could send Liam a box of beer. And then it was like, nah, I keep buying sours. I need to fucking fix that first. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we're wrapping up. Um. You're TJ if you, Davis. If you I'm enjoy, Emily Schick. Yeah, yeah. She's Emily Schick. Uh, if you enjoy us, please uh, sign up on our Patreon. We will re- be recording um, exclusive episodes for that very soon. We've got a four candy sours that are all warheads. And we're going to yep. do a, a like beer in a movie kind of format. So what we're going to like watch a movie together and then, you know, talk for like half an hour about said movie while we drink said beer. So it, it yeah. should hopefully be fun. Um, maybe we can try and get somebody else to add to that mix. No, we can't because we only, we, we don't have enough beers. So that we can't, but maybe going oh, yeah. forward, we can do that. But yes, we're, we're, we're still figuring things out and probably shouldn't be doing it on here to figure them out. But I've been TJ Davis. She's been Emily Schick. Uh, please donate to us on Patreon. Check us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, I'm trying to make us post more stuff. I posted a thing to all the platforms. Yes, very very cool. Exciting information. No no one cared that much. Yes, I, I know, Emily. I know. Um, but yeah, we're going to fuck off for now. So... I, I don't know. Uh, I, I got nothing. Adios? <laughs> I love the boosh. But yeah, we're going to go, so... Adios, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh.